Hey guys, welcome back to the Delusional Diaries podcast. I'm your host, Bria Jones, and I am so glad you're here. As you might have seen from the title of this episode, I wanted to share a little bit of my experience with you guys on this, I don't know what to call it, like this journey I'm going through with somewhat tangoing with the line of sobriety, like I'm I'm like almost all the way in you guys and I feel like this has been an ongoing battle with myself because there's a part of me that's like you know I'll never be able to do that and then there's another part of me that's like why do I keep torturing myself you know so so let's get into it first and foremost when I'm talking about sobriety I'm referring to alcohol specifically this episode I have partaken in other endeavors before, but I'll save that for another episode. But currently in this state of my life, I'm not doing any of that shit. I go to bed at eight. I'm quite predictable right now. But I've had this ongoing issue with alcohol where, you know, I think back on the times I've, I've you know, really dabbled in it and obviously my college days were much different but that was when I was going hard like I know times are different now but your girl used to be throwing back like seven shots in a sitting and I know like that's I'm not saying that's a lot or a little for anybody but when in my college days that was just a Thursday a thirsty Thursday um a freaky Friday a a saucy Saturday like that was just (laughs) what I did what all my friends did um and of course now I wouldn't be caught dead doing that shit because one it feels very different now like it quite literally hits different so it's not the vibe it's not the vibe but what made me sober curious to begin with was the start of all the health issues I was having last year around like summertime when I started working with a nutritionist and everything and you know alcohol just didn't make sense in my equation during that time however I would find myself going out to dinner and you know going to influencer events and I just want to catch a vibe you know and I would try to indulge in drinking but I just kept having bad experience over bad experience. Like it just, I don't know what it was, but it used to be like in my college days where I feel like I could drink and I always felt like I was having a fun time. Fast forward to now, I feel like it really affects my mood it, and it definitely affects my overall well-being for like the next few days. So for example, I think it depends on the alcohol that I have. But for example, like I can have something to drink at dinner and I feel like I just turn into a bitch. Like I don't know how else to put it. I'm just not. I'm kind of cranky. I don't know why it makes me not the best version of myself but I mean apparently that's not abnormal because a lot of people turn into really shitty people when they drink and at this point in my life I think that that's a sign that my body is rejecting it and it's just not for me anymore so I do feel like in terms of who I am I can be a really irritated person and just I feel like 
it really does bring the bad out in me. I, I start to have like negative thoughts about myself. I start to think just thoughts that I don't normally think in general. And then the days following my drinking, even if it was like one or two drinks at dinner, which, you know, I think is fairly reasonable, but even if it was just that, I feel like I can feel the effects now of alcohol throughout the week. So not only do I feel like I'm not having a good time in the moment, but then I think it brings out anxiety, like I guess they call it anxiety or whatever. I feel that. I don't have a good mental state after drinking alcohol and it typically lasts for me like two to three days after the whole drinking episode. And, you know, that's considering I do like try to have a really clean diet and I try to flush it out with water and go sweat somewhere. Like I try to get it out of my system, but I, I feel like it's a little bit difficult for me to get back to my base point of feeling like Bria again. So with this experience that I've been having with alcohol, I've just been like, what's the point of me doing this? And to be honest with you, I've been putting myself through the cycle now for, I mean, almost a year. Because like I said, last summer is when I started to be like, okay, I don't really want to drink anymore. I'm trying to like figure out what's going on with my body and alcohol just isn't really making sense right now because I'm trying to fix my diet and it's just not helping anything (laughs) like alcohol is alcohol and I think at the end of the day like we have to remember like yes there is balance to life but alcohol alcohol is a toxin so there literally is no benefit to alcohol except for like the feeling that you may get of being buzzed and so at the end of the day if you're not even being buzzed like I, I'm not experiencing the buzz I used to and I'm honestly just like having a horrible time it's like then what's the point and I think I've been in denial that I am just moving on from alcohol. Like it just doesn't work for me anymore. It's just not for me anymore. Or maybe it's not for this season. I don't know. But I do like to drink in social events and I like to partake and, you know, have fun. For me, I've always associated drinking with social events now. I mean, I've been doing that since I was like 21 and now it's just ingrained in me that like, oh, I'm with a group of people, I want to drink. And it doesn't really make me as social as I think it does. I think I like the aesthetic of it more than the actual act of it. And so if that's the case, I'm like, well, I need to start experimenting with more options that are going to work for me. I think I put pressure on myself to drink in situations that everyone else is drinking because I don't want to be the odd one out. Like I went to this influencer dinner one time and they were going to just get like bottles of champagne for the table. And at this time I wasn't drinking. This was like at the start of my nutritionist journey. And I, I just didn't really want to. And I was like, oh, I'm okay. And (laughs) there were two pregnant girls at the table. And so like, it was obvious why they were saying no, but then like everyone else was like, are you okay? Like what's going on? Like, you know, just not really accepting that. I just didn't want to drink at that point. 
And I kind of just hated the attention of having to go into detail on why I didn't want to have a drink because it felt like I was ruining everyone else's time. And so I, I, but I think also that that was in my head. People can ask questions and that's totally fair, but I think I interpreted that moment as like, I'm ruining the fun because I don't want to drink. You know what I mean? But I think it's something we have to work in within ourselves. Like if we don't want to do something, period, if we don't want to drink, we have to learn that we don't owe anyone an explanation. You can simply just say, I'm just not feeling it tonight and leave it at that. But for me, I felt I felt like I had to keep explaining myself. I was like, yeah, you know, I, I'm just having like some health issues right now. And I would give everyone the analysis and nobody asked for all of that. Like I think when people ask, they're just kind of being polite half the time. But I think it's important to remember that you don't owe anyone an explanation. And we can just say we're not feeling it tonight. And that's that. And I think that has to do with us internally, because I promise you in five minutes, no one's going to care that you're not drinking. Right. Um, Another thing that I find that helps in these situations, if you're trying to avoid drinking and trying to avoid explaining it to everybody, because I know it depends on like your friend group. Some some friends like they go hard and they're going to be offended if you're not doing it with them. So just beat them to the punch and go to the bar, ask for a club soda with lime or something. So it looks like you have a drink in your hand just so that you don't have to go through this. I don't think you should have to do all these things. I'm with you. But look, if it makes you have a better night where you're not having to give a speech all night about your choices to better yourself and your health, then so fucking what? Get the club soda and and just walk around looking cute like you always do. Okay? So... Alcohol is just this, it's it's a battle right now for me. And I'm like, if I had to think on a percentage where I'm at with it right now, I would say that I'm leaning like, I don't know, I'm 85% in the sober door. Okay, I've already given up like weed. And I'll tell you guys about that in another episode. But like, I gave that up. Um, and now I'm, I feel like I'm just not vibing with anything anymore. Um... And I, th- I think also some of this has to do with anxiety, which I'm working through. And this ebbs and flows for me throughout the year. I felt like I was doing so good. And then this past month, I've just been having some issues. And so I'm working with my therapist right now on the best course of action. Um, <clears throat> but I think that just having like life changes right now happen I've never been good with change. It goes back to when I was really, really little. I've always been just very, um, I just had a really hard time with adjusting to new eras of life per se, even when they are good. But from when I was a really young, youngin, I had these like tendencies that were, I mean, it wasn't diagnosed, but it if you probably told a therapist, they'd probably say I had like OCD or something where I was really particular about where things were placed, how things touched me, how like my bed had to be made a certain way. And everyone just thought I was difficult, but nobody thought like, oh, her parents just got divorced and she's coping in a very interesting way. And so I've noticed this pattern throughout my entire life 
I just was able to figure out in my adulthood why I did the things I did as a kid. And it always came back to adjustments and it always came back to change. And I'm going through changes right now that, you know, are more behind the scenes from what I'm sharing on social media. And so I think that it's projected into, unfortunately, like panic attacks again. So I'm, I'm trying to get that. It's, it's one thing when anxiety for me, like I have a threshold of what I can deal with until I'm like, okay, I need help. And when I'm in public and I'm having panic attacks, that's my threshold because then it's, in my in my opinion it becomes like other people's problem like example my husband's problem because he's the only one and if he's not with me then that's even worse like it becomes some random person's problem that I'm freaking out and so now I'm at the point where I have to figure out something and I'm you know trying to figure out the best course of action but right now I can only control what I can control and one of the things that I can control is my alcohol consumption and like everything else so when I drink I've noticed that I am very anxious um so story time I didn't really think I was going to share this but sure why not I was we went to get food last week at a restaurant And I was having a really good time, you know. Um, I wish I had better answers for what happened in this moment, but I literally could not tell you where this came from. Um, We ordered our food. We ordered our food. I ordered a drink, and I actually wasn't planning on getting a drink to begin with. But I got a skinny margarita, which, by the way, I haven't had a margarita in a very long time like I typically if I drink I have something along the lines of like a ranch water something that doesn't have a lot of sugar or flavor to be honest just like a little something so I have this margarita and it was incredibly strong I took a few sips I didn't even get halfway done with the drink and we're sitting at the restaurant and I felt like all of a sudden I was kind of like detached from myself and from there it just sent me into a panic and I just looked at AJ and I was like I have to go to the car and so I get up and I run to the car and I'm just trying not I've hyperventilated in my life before from anxiety and I just I get really scared that I'm gonna do that and so I went to the car I locked myself in and I just put the air on like super super high but like my hands were shaking, like I felt like my legs were tingling, like it just was the worst feeling. And so from there, like the entire ride home, I felt like I was going to throw up and I just felt disoriented. And for two days after that, I felt disoriented. I felt like I wasn't in my body anymore. And um, I, I was looking into the symptoms because I don't know if this is just anxiety, I saw some things that talked about like something called derealization and that was scary to look up and look into but from the symptoms I felt like that was kind of what was going on. What I understand about derealization is it's triggered by anxiety, it's triggered by stress. Okay so we know that these things were happening. My thing is trying to connect the dots into how I even got to that place to begin with. 
So, you know, the one correlation I'm able to have with my panic attacks and with my anxiety is that it is oftentimes triggered by something external like alcohol. And in this case, I was completely fine until I drank the skinny margarita. Now, do I have full proof that this was it? No, I don't. But I'm trying to, as someone who is like suffering currently, I'm trying to connect the dots and I'm trying to um, deduce what it could be at this point. Um, But given that I've been on the fence about alcohol anyways, I feel like my body has been screaming at me that we're done with this. We're so over it and we need to move on from it. It is just not worth what I've been going through lately. And as much as I would like to be this fun, bubbly girl that can drink, I need to accept that I am not that girl and alcohol is not serving me. And I don't think it ever has, but it's to the point where it's actually hurting me. And it's just... I don't know. There's a part of me that just wishes that I could be like everybody else and have fun while drinking. And I just can't. And so if you are kind of going through the same thing, because I feel like we're entering this new era of our perspective on alcohol. And a lot of people are having this conversation, at least I'm seeing other people bring this up too on social media, that it's like, what's the point of doing this anymore? Like, it's not even fun. It's not even fun anymore. I never understood. I've never been the person to drink until I throw up. Like, I'm not that kind of girl. I never understood that. Like, throwing up at the end of the night is like a night. I hate throw up. So I never thought that was cute or fun. Like, I never understood why people get to that point. Unless, like, of course, you're trying to, like, mask other things happening in your life then sure I understand that but that's not that doesn't make it okay um one I think it's important that we understand why we want to drink alcohol and and understand at the same time that alcohol is a toxin there is nothing good coming from alcohol it's not helping shit like I know they say red wine is like that's cute for you if you want to do that but like ultimately alcohol is alcohol it does nothing good for you except for potentially make you have a good time loosen you up a little bit in certain situations but if you see like a pattern with your drinking and you still are putting yourself through this loop like I've been doing I think it's time to like sit down and really like dissect what it's worth to continue this self-sabotage cycle. And I say that because like I am, I'm the first one that's doing it. And I'm finally like, it's taken all of this, all of this drama, like to the point of me, like panicking in public and like literally putting myself through torture time after time. It's taken all of this for me to be like, okay, I've got to stop. So I think... I say I'm sober curious, but it's not even like curious at this point. I think it's it's over for me. I got to break up with alcohol and I got to move on. And I have, I, it's not like I drink a lot anyways. Like I said, I really just like it in social situations because social environments are still a little bit hard for me. I don't know if that's because like post-pandemic stuff, but I just really have, you know, a little bit of a difficult time socializing, loosening up, and who doesn't want, you know, get a little loose, get a little loose here. So 
it is what it is. I think I'm going to have to just like address those because the social anxiety is always going to be my preference over the anxiety that I get, the panic attacks that I get that are triggered from doing things I shouldn't be doing. So it is what it is at this point, but I think we can all be like guilty of the self-sabotage, like whether it's anxiety for you or whether it's that you turn into a person you don't want to be, or maybe you say things to people. Maybe you're like a hurtful person when you drink. Maybe you don't even remember what you do when you drink, and that's even scarier to me. But you can understand that like we can have quality interactions and good times without it so you know I used to be like a like a glass of wine kind of gal at the end of the day at home and now I just have to create something for myself that works and so I I do love I was just in LA and you know LA is like 20 steps ahead when it comes to like the wellness market and I went to that bougie ass grocery store Erwan yeah literally expensive as fuck I don't get it I don't know how they afford any of that like a bag of cashews was $30 like sorry respectfully suck my dick don't ever offer me $30 bags of cashews that's disrespectful but I went they have like this beverage area and it's like by the alcohol but there's like a section that's like basically sober drinks that are like elixirs that are meant to like give you good feelings without alcohol for example I bought Bella Hadid's drink it's called Kin K-I-N and it's sold like at a few places but I of course it was at Erwan and you know you could get the energizing one you could get the calming one and so These are the kind of things, for example, that I'm trying to venture into and experiment with. So if you follow my Instagram, you'll be seeing that I've been trying a lot of like bevies. Like I'm a bevy girl now, but I'm definitely looking for alternatives that taste good um, and and feel good and ultimately maybe offer a little bit of benefit because a lot of these have like some beneficial like herbs and, you know, things in them that could help you to have a good time, but also give you nutrients. That's pretty solid. So kind of looking at like the LA culture, a lot of people are already in this like sober mentality and sober mindset, which is pretty cool because there's already a market being created for it. And it's definitely something that as an influencer, I want to direct your attention to, um, especially as I navigate through my own journey of potential sobriety. So I never want to say never when it comes to what I will and won't do. Because right now in this moment, I feel like alcohol just isn't for me. But who knows if I go on vacation to, I don't know, Turks and Caicos and I want to have a goddamn pina colada, then I'm going to because I fucking love pina coladas. But also maybe I won't. I don't know. I'm confused. I am sober curious. You know what I'm saying? So excited about this market and I will keep you guys posted on my Instagram with like products that I'm trying that are in this genre. I am in Texas, so I feel like we don't necessarily get first dibs on these products, but sometimes they get lucky and maybe I can reach out to some brands. 
online and see if they'll send me something. But if you know of any brands, please DM me or let me know if you have a favorite because I'd love to reach out to their company and try it out while I'm trying to kind of figure out these swaps that I'll do. Um, But ultimately, I think there's so many benefits to this. I think you'll learn a lot about yourself in the process. And I think a big reason we drink to begin with is to avoid. It's a way to distract ourselves from something deeper, whether that is that, you know, the social anxiety of being around people, or maybe it's just that you're you're masking your stress at the end of a work day, you know? So to me, that says that I need to look at my deeper issues before reaching for alcohol, always before reaching for alcohol, but I also need to work on finding healthy alternatives and they do exist. Like maybe instead of reaching for alcohol at the end of the day to wind down, maybe I'm creating like a happy place at home. I'm lighting candles. I'm putting on jazz music. I'm drinking like an Olipop like I always do. Like I talk about this on my YouTube channel, how I always try to romanticize my life, but it's cute and fun the way I describe that but romanticizing my life has kept me from doing things that hurt me so and it's it's literally a form of protection for me to not go in a different direction and do something that's not gonna serve me so you just need to find what your happy place could be without toxins without alcohol without substances it is possible But it it might be difficult in the beginning to sit with yourself and sit with the reality of your thoughts and your feelings instead of going for alcohol or whatever it is for you. Inner work is really hard, but there is so much beauty on the other side of that. And that's what I'm telling myself right now, because I think that um, my mask recently was anxiety is just like. I knew it was kind of creeping back up on me and I hate that and it's really depressing for me when I go through these anxious waves again because I've worked so hard to stay away from it. But sometimes shit just happens, especially for me when there's life changes. So instead of, you know, the easy thing to do is is get the margarita at lunch. But ultimately, I mean, we see, we saw what happened. It put me in a in a terrible place a worse place than I've been in a while and that feeling is enough to make me not even want to look at alcohol so those are my thoughts on sobriety and alcohol right now um I think that if I had to make a prediction I would say in the next five to ten years we're gonna be looking at alcohol very, very differently. In fact, I just saw someone post a video saying that alcohol is becoming the new cigarettes. And I'm not saying that it is or isn't, but I'm saying that if people are starting to talk about that, it's pretty interesting to me that we're seeing it in this completely new light. And I think it's kind of cool that there will be other options for people and there are other options for people. And I think this conversation is just really good for us to start talking about and having because I think a lot of us have like myself have a lot of like guilt or just feel like this is uncool or whatever. Like when I was telling you guys about the dinner I went to and I just felt kind of lame being like I'm not drinking and felt like I had to explain myself but 
the conversation is definitely going to be more normalized in the next few years and already is. So I think, like I said, I want to remind you to just keep in mind that you are probably making up the the issues in your head that come with being sober. Like most people are not going to care that much. Most people should not care that much about what you're doing with your body. And if they do, that's it's kind of weird on their part. I'm not going to lie, but most people are going to be like, okay, (laughs) and they'll continue having their beverage or whatever. And we move on. So stand up for yourself. You know, if you don't want to drink, don't do it. If it's not serving you, think about, think about what that could mean for you in the future. But I'm going to keep you guys along on this journey. I'm thinking about doing like a 30 day sobriety thing, even though like that sounds really easy for me because it's not like I drink every day anyways. But I would like to go without alcohol for a really long time and just see where I am. Maybe 90 days. I don't know. But whatever I choose to do, I will do a follow-up on how I'm feeling after set amount of time. It'll either be 30, 60, or 90 days without alcohol. And I feel like I need to do it for like a while though because I really want to see if I can notice a difference. So I will do a follow-up episode. Let's say, give me 90 days to do it. And we'll follow up on everything with my alcohol journey or my sobriety. But thanks for tuning in, you guys. I am looking forward to hearing your stories around alcohol, too. I left a question box on Spotify if you'd like to let me know your thoughts around this topic. But I love you guys and we'll chat soon.